Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about frequency and really why being a trend continuation or counter trend trader really doesn't matter. Kill here. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you as always for joining. I love doing these podcasts. It gives me an opportunity to really reach out to an entirely different audience than the, just the group of traders that I work with on a regular basis and hopefully share some stories, some ideas, some edumacation that will help push you along your trading journey. If you love the podcast and you feel like you're getting value from it, do me a favor. Make sure you leave me a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts at. And also do me a favor, share it on social media. Um, When you do so, let me know that you liked it. Let me know if you have any questions about it. I love interaction. This is how the whole podcast is formed. I guess the whole purpose of this podcast is to give myself another option at interacting with traders out there instead of just being someone that just gives you content that I think you will like, I want to give you content that you will actually find beneficial. And that is the the subject of today's podcast. It's another podcast about frequency. I know I've done a, a few of these in the past, and I, I don't know when I'm going to put this out. So hopefully I'll be smart and, and space it out some so you're not getting hammered back to back with the same or similar topic. But recently, and it's early January when I'm recording this, or mid-January, I guess, recently, I've been getting a lot of questions about frequency, um, but they've been coming in different ways. And frequency, if you guys are new, frequency is the amount of time that something happens. And when we talk about trade frequency as far as like a, a trading signal, it's how many signals do you get? So if you were to, there's no high frequency or low frequency, oh, that, that number is going to be, uh, it's going to be up to you, I guess. But say uh, uh, a trading strategy that gave you 10 signals a day would have a higher frequency than one that gave you five signals a day, just to give you kind of an idea of what it means. And it's interesting that I get this question a lot. It's not, it's no coincidence, I guess I should say that I get this question a lot at the beginning of the year, because as I mentioned before in the podcast where I talked about uh, how I almost fell victim to this common trading mistake when I released on New Year's Day, um, the new year is always an interesting time. People are pumped. People are excited. People are motivated. They're inspired. They're empowered. They want to get out there and do something. And when it comes to trading, when you think about getting out there and doing something, we quantify that as being in a trade, right? How many of you guys have ever thought that if I'm not trading, I'm not doing anything, right? I used to, you know, I started off as only a swing trader uh, trading four hour time frames. And I remember I would sit days looking at charts and have no signals. And I just felt like the, the scum of the earth because everyone else on the internet was talking about how many trades they were in. Oh, fifth trade of the day. And I'm sitting here doing nothing. And I felt kind of guilty, like I wasn't doing my job. In reality, I was doing exactly what I was supposed to do. My job is to wait for my 
good trading opportunity and, and, and not self-sabotage by entering something that I'm not supposed to be in. Um, but when you're new, you kind of want the action, right? It's very similar to going to a casino, right? I, I, I play uh, craps is my game of choice. But imagine me going into the casino and just not playing any games or playing craps, but only having my, my, uh, uh, my, my, my chips on two numbers and I'm patiently waiting for those two numbers to hit and, and not being involved in the action that everyone else is uh, participating in. Um, so it's no surprise we see questions about frequency a lot at the beginning of the year because people or traders are just excited to get after it. And as I mentioned earlier, this question came in a few different forms. And one was this one was a, a trader back testing and he was back testing and he was a little concerned because he only had a few opportunities on a given pair and was wondering if he should if it's worth trading or not. Another trader, same thing. He wasn't quite back testing, but he's in the middle of uh, strategy development. I, I guess he's trying to figure a lot of things out right now, but it's in the middle of strategy development and he's looking at different periods of the time and, and seeing that there are these dead periods in the time and, and wants to know what I should do. And both of these traders have adapted um, or adopted the a, a, a tr what's called a trend continuation approach, meaning that they are looking to align themselves with the underlying trend of the market, right? The trend is your friend, uh, all that fun stuff. I think what needs to be realized first and foremost, and with one of these traders, we had a deeper conversation about improper expectations and finally got him to admit that, you know, it, it's you know, one of the reasons he views things as negatively as he does is because his, in, his expectations are so different from what the reality is that there's no way the reality can kind of meet that. So no matter what he does, he's in a negative spot. And I would look hard within yourself um, if you're doing the same thing. I've told you countless stories of traders that have tested um, fantabulous systems that have given great results, um, yet they ditch them because they have a false sense of reality. Right. I'll give you a good example. Let me ask you this. If, if you were trading a strategy and this strategy produced you a 40 percent return on investment for the year. I think most veteran traders would be doing backflips over that. We'd be extremely satisfied over that. We'd be happy. That's a winning year. However, if what you expect from the market is to get a 100 percent return minimum every year, then even though you have a positive result, you have failed, right? And and you basically you're you're in an unwinnable situation. You, you no matter what you do, you're wrong, right? If if you have good results, you're wrong because it didn't meet up with your expected results. If you have bad results, you're wrong because they're bad, um, and, and that just chips away at your psyche until you end up in a dark, dark place, not just in trading, but in life as well. So you got to have proper expectations. And part of doing that is getting away from a lot of the stupidity that is out there on the internet that's telling you this ridiculous BS, right? Trying to keep this podcast as clean as possible. Um, so, but trend following is speaking on expectation. Trend following is kind of the, the thing that many traders flock to because the whole, we've been convinced that the trend is your friend, even though if you look at Many markets, well, let's say the Forex market specifically, um, the market trends 30% of the time, it consolidates 70% of the time. So the trend may be your friend, but you have to understand that your frequency of opportunity is probably going to be pretty low. But how do we deal with this, right? And there's nothing wrong with being a trend trader, there's nothing wrong with being a counter trend trader, but let's say we want to be a trend trader. Um, how do we deal with a low frequency? Well, there are two ways, right? We can adapt. To, we can obviously add more pairs to our portfolio. We can do the same thing, which gives us a limited frequency. We can just do it on more products, right? 
more pairs in the market, call them products. So I'm thinking of, you know, as businesses or whatnot, right? We could do it with more products. So we can trade something with very low frequency. We can open it up on 20 pairs and, and boost our frequency that way. Um, another way is you can add maybe a, a complementary trading style or complementary trading system. A complementary trading style would be something where if you're a higher time frame trader, maybe you find a few days uh, during the week or a few hours during the day uh, to drop down and do some day trading. You can certainly add that to your business or you can add a different approach, right? You can, uh, trend continuation strategy can be your main, main system. Maybe you add something else. Maybe you add pattern trades. Maybe you add counter trend trades, reversals, um, something that uh, not contradicts but doesn't conflict necessarily with what you're doing. Meaning you you add it in a way where it's rules based and it, it doesn't. You don't get um, you don't get mixed signals at any point. That's kind of the hard part. But if you have a set strategy first and foremost, if you're building your your business one strategy at a time you have your main one it's very easy to work your secondary one around that trust me it's it's where people run into trouble is where they try to do both at the same time right if, if you start with one master one and then when you add that second one work it around it that's another way a third way and this is kind of getting deeper into my growth as a trader is you know i, I don't really i say this time and time again i i would really like to get away from using the term trend continuation or counter trend um more so trend continuation because as you get more experience in the market and, and you understand the market works in fractals so the market is kind of like a snowflake where you know a big pattern smaller pattern within the bigger pattern you know smaller pattern within the smaller pattern right same thing like the with you know uh, astronomy and stuff like that um you know the the space and the galaxy and and, and all that fun stuff the universe um there is no such thing as the trend Right. There, there's no such thing as the trend. The, the trend is only what you create it to be based on the time frame that you're looking at, based on the section of the chart that you're looking at. Right. If we have a, a trader that's trading a one minute chart, they can easily see a bullish trade. I can have a trader that's trading a four hour chart. They can see a, a bearish trend. Right. And they're both right. We could even take two two traders, put them on the same time frame. Right. Put two traders on a daily time frame. Have trader A look at the most recent two years and they can say, hey, we're in consolidation. Nothing happening. Trader B could look at a chart scrunched up to 10 years and they can say, hey, we're in a full blown bearish trade. Right. So there's there's no there's never any true trend. So what I would rather use and, and you saw this in if you guys have been watching the videos that I've been doing lately, at least I did it with uh, the first week. I'll see if I can keep this vocabulary going. Um, I'd rather just say the word continuation. And continuation gives us a directional bias, meaning we're looking for the market to continue in the direction that it's currently been moving in. But it doesn't take into account necessarily the broader perspective, right? We can have a continuation in a technical reversal move. And usually when we explain this, I keep this stuff out of the podcast because it's technical and, and, and just a audio platform is not the best way to teach technical analysis because you can't see it so if you're if you're new this is going to drive you crazy um but I'll, I'll try to be as detailed as possible um if you can imagine a chart right let's let's we, we 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 understand how a trend goes right a trend ebbs and flows it has extensions it has pullbacks it has extensions it has pullbacks so your extensions are your moves up for example in a bullish trend your pullbacks are your moves back down. And then if we're in a healthy trend, that move back down will be followed by another extension that pushes us higher and then another pullback, right? Our pullbacks are gonna be smaller 
than our extensions, it should create the pattern of your highs getting higher and your lows getting higher as well. Now, you can be a continuation trader and trade the pullback, right? Because let's let's say this, right? If you are, and man, I really wish this was, was this was visual. It, it, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel if, you, if you're not a tier one member and watch the videos. Um, there's a few teaching how to read trend. We we go through technical analysis on the charts every week. If you're on a tier one platform, then you know this stuff um, from the the coursework and the, the supportive resources like the live room and whatnot um, and the Q and A sessions. But if you're just listening to this, make sure you go over to the YouTube channel. Just YouTube search Keel Stokes. There's weekly videos. Um, this year, I'm doing something cool with the trading 2021, where it's more of like a, a diary, a journal, keeping you up to date with how everything's going on a weekly basis. But make sure you watch those, and this is going to start making more sense. Um, but let's say we have gotten to the point where we expect an extension to end. So the market has rallied up, and it looks like, you know, nothing, what goes up must come down, right? It looks like it's going to give us a little bit of a reverse, right? What we're doing in that situation is we're projecting, no matter what trade you are, counter trend or trend continuation, we're projecting where that reverse was likely to go to, right? So we're using technical analysis. We're saying that, hey, this pullback should come to at least this point. Now, that move down, you can be a trader that takes advantage of that move. You could be a continuation trader. No, it's not technically with the underlying trend. You don't have the, the three-point move of new structure high, outside return, new structure high to, to officially you know, qualify us as a trend. But you're projecting a directional move. And as the market starts moving down, right, showing momentum in your direction, on that time frame or a lower time frame, you can actually look to catch a continuation of that move to where you projected it to be. And again, this is where it gets kind of weird because you, you can, on one hand, that move is against the trend because it's a pullback. But at the same time, on a lower time frame, that pullback is a smaller bearish trend in its own right. So it's, you know, and we argue all the time. So does that mean I'm a trend continuation trader? Am I a counter trend trader? And the answer is it doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter what we want to label ourselves. What matters is can we catch the move, right? And yes, some is going to come with more safety. You can say it's more safety to go with the flow and be with the trend. You can say it's a little bit more dangerous to be counter trend. But you can also, you know, what's really what's more important than just saying I'm with the trend or against the trend is your your profit projections, right? You got to be smart about taking profits. If you know that your move is a continuation move that's against the underlying trend, you probably want to be more conservative with targets because you're not expecting a full extension. You're just expecting a little bit of relief. If you're with, if you're in a continuation opportunity with the underlying trend, that may give you the ability to be more aggressive, shoot for a longer extension because now I guess the momentum is in your favor. So in my opinion, that's how you can really counterbalance the the conservativeness or aggressiveness uh, the, or the, the riskiness or the non-riskiness of being with the trend or with uh, against the trend. If you just become a good technical analyst, if you just become a good chartist, you can put yourself in position where you're doing the right things or the appropriate things based on the current um, situation that the market's in. And whether you want to call it trend trading, whether you want to call it continuation trading, whether you want to call it reversal trading, counter trend trading, it doesn't really matter. Those are just words. Our job is to analyze the market. Our job is to make a prediction. Our job is to put ourselves in the best position to take advantage of that predict uh, prediction while minimizing our risk at the same time. That's what trading is.